0: Welcome to Living the Reclaim Life podcast. I'm Denisha. We're glad you're here for conversations that revive hope, inspire healing, and encourage you to live a vibrant life with Christ. So grab a cup of coffee as we chat with today's guest. All right, guys. Well, welcome to season two of Living the Reclaim Life, and this is the second episode of season two, and we've brought back a Valerie McMahon. Yay. And you know what I realized last week was that I just said, yeah, and it's Valerie. (laughs) I didn't actually say. Everybody knows me. (laughs) If you've been following Reclaim Story for any time, um, Valerie has been with us for over a year now. She serves as our content and ministry coordinator. And you guys, I'm so excited to have her on the podcast more and just allow you to get to know her a little more. She is a, I'm going to brag about you. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we are super good friends, as you can hear. It's <laughs> so fun to do ministry in life mm-hmm. and just serve Jesus together. It's so fun. She is a published author. Last year, she published her first children's book that you can find on Amazon, Yes, yes. and it is Connor Learns to Honor.
1: Yes, and yes. perfect for Valentine's Day because Ooh. it... Talks about how God is love, which I think we're going to talk about that today. Oh,
0: that is perfect. So, yeah, published author, Bible teacher, speaker. She does women's conferences and she's also a professional Christian life coach. Mm -hmm. So, that is amazing. She just does an amazing job working with our ladies here at Reclaim Stories, offers her coaching and mentoring to them. And Mm -hmm. she's just such a gift. So, Mm -hmm. I had to brag about you because I realized last time I was like, and it's Valerie and Denisha (laughs) today.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Only by the grace of God, which is what we talked about last week, right? Only by the grace of God that I'm here. Exactly. I'm so thankful. Well, we met because our kids have gone to school together for years. Yes.
0: But over COVID, when things were totally crazy, I had textbooks and I listed them on Facebook marketplace and Valerie happened to need the textbook. So she contacted me and said, Hey, you know, it was COVID everybody. We were all, you know, and that was like in the depth of it. And so we met in a gas station parking lot covert covertly all masked up and i was hobbling because i had just about to have knee surgery That's right. you had just had eye surgery yeah about so, th-
1: three months before yeah yeah
0: so we were like
1: we were a mess, we were a hot mess. <laughs> beautiful mess yeah
0: and we exchanged textbooks and then realized that our lives yeah. that god had both of us in ministry on like the same trajectory yeah and then man next thing you know we were working together and doing life <laughs> together it was awesome so I have a funny confession. What? If you missed last week's Receiving Grace episode, I want to encourage you to go back and listen to that. Valerie talked about when we say, give yourself grace, how we actually can't give ourselves grace, yes. but we can receive grace from God. Yes. And so this week I was sitting with one of our gals and we were talking about forgiveness mm-hmm. and she'd mentioned, she said, you know, forgiveness is so hard, but I'm trying to be really kind to myself as old feelings that she'd forgiven sort of resurfaced. Sure. Sure. So she says, you know, I'm trying to be really kind to myself. And I said, it's so good you're giving yourself grace. (laughs) And then Valerie appeared in my head.
1: Valerie's in your head. Yes.
0: And I had to stop myself. And I said, wait. I'm so sorry. I said, actually, you're not giving yourself grace. You're receiving the grace that God has given you. And I said, Valerie rocked me when we talked Mm. about this. And I said, so you are receiving God's grace Mm -hmm. and not beating yourself up because you had feelings of unforgiveness after you've done the forgiveness part. And Mm -hmm. that it's a constant thing that we have to choose to do to forgive. So I had my own little moment. I was like, Oh no, (laughs) I said the thing that we were talking about that we actually can't give ourselves grace, but we can receive it. So so that was kind of a cool
1: moment. Yes. Well, and as we're going to dive in a little bit. It focuses on the grace giver. Yes. You know, oh, which, like I said, we didn't produce the grace. You know, grace came through Jesus Christ. And so if we focus on receiving grace, we give adoration and honor to the grace giver, to Amen. God. Yeah. And that's, that's what awesome. we're going to talk about a little bit today is who God is and how that makes a difference, right? And how we view love. And last week, we talked just a little bit about distorted love mm-hmm. and how when our
0: view of God is distorted, it can change not only how we view Him through our eyes and in our lives, but it can also have a ripple effect that affects our horizontal relationships yes. here yes. also. As we dive in today and we talk about who is God?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're going to refer a lot to scripture today and mm-hmm. who is God and how does our view of Him currently affect our lives? You yeah. know, I know we read a lot about mm-hmm. how we perceive our earthly father, you yes. know, if we were afraid of Him, yes. that sometimes we put those emotions onto God and we think, well, God is scary too. Mm-hmm. However, our, our relationship played out with our earthly father, that that mm-hmm. can a lot of times be reflected upon how we believe yes. God is towards us yeah. and how He views us as we view Him. So yeah. let's dive into some truth about who yeah. God really
1: is. Well, yeah, and as we were thinking about today's podcast, currently, as you mentioned, I'm an author, but I also coordinate a devotional ministry, and we are focusing on 1 John this month about what true love is and that we're known by our love. And so it just kind of came to me that, and I'm sure many people know this scripture, but in 1 John four sixteen, it says, God is love. Like that is who God is. So as we were talking about, just as you just mentioned, so if we are having trouble with understanding what love is, then really we're having trouble understanding who God is. Let me say that again. If we're having trouble understanding what love is, then we're really having trouble understanding who God is because it's clear God is Love. And you were talking about that too, Tanisha. So like, what does the Bible say? Love is.
0: <laughs> right. Well, you know, after doing tons of weddings, right? <laughs> we, the first thing we think of is first Corinthians thirteen mm-hmm. four, and it says that love is patient. Love Mm -hmm. is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. Mm -hmm. It is not proud. Mm -hmm. And I think if we look at that and we think of God, then we're saying God is patient with Mm -hmm. us. He's that parent that watches their toddler take a step and stumble (laughs) and fall and he doesn't holler at us or he picks us right back up and we get to try again. Mm -hmm. That God is patient. That God is kind. That Mm -hmm. God does not envy. God does not boast. And God Mm -hmm. is not proud. Mm -hmm. And that is... Is just such a beautiful picture of who he is Mm -hmm. as his character, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is
1: not easily angered. Mm -hmm. It keeps no record Mm -hmm. of wrongs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Our sins are forgiven as far as the East is from the West. And you were mentioning about earthly father. If you had an earthly father that was just not what he was supposed to be or maybe there was fear of punishment fear of abuse and as we continue in first john denisha it says in first john 4:18 there is no fear in love So as we just said, if we replace that, there is no fear in God. There are scriptures that talk about fearing God and really that if we had our (laughs) Greek and Hebrew (laughs) concordances out with us all the time, we realize that, you know, we only have kind of one view of fear. We often like fear means afraid, but fear is also that reverence of God. We are supposed to revere God and realize that God is God and we are not. But what this is saying is that there is no fear in love, but perfect love dries out fear because fear has to do with punishment. You know, and I was thinking about last week when we were talking about this whole perfectionism struggle or achievement, it's like there is fear. There is underlying fear in perfectionism, isn't Mm -hmm. there? Right? Because, I mean, that's the root of it. It's like, If I am not just so, somebody's going to reject me. If I don't have this just right, there's fear of man. There's fear of failing. There's so much fear wrapped up in that perfectionism. And I love how the scripture says, but perfect love, which we know that's God, drives out that fear that we, I love the scripture in Hebrews. It says that we can approach the throne of grace with confidence Mm -hmm. like that right there. That's like, we do not have to fear God. We do not have to fear love because that's where the grace comes in. We can approach God with confidence because He's not there to punish us. He corrects us. (laughs) He disciplines us. But love is not about punishment. Love is about gently correcting and getting us back on the right course. So, I love this scripture about God is love. Then what is love? Like you just said, God is good. He's faithful. He's not easily angered because his love is not about punishment. His love draws us. Punishment wants to make us run, right? None of us want to be punished. Punishment drives away. Love draws in.
0: So Mm, that's good. You know, a lot of times if something happens that we do that, we know, okay, that wasn't what I should have done. Yeah. Right. We all have those moments in those moments. I think it's tempting to turn from God,
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. And to
0: think, oh, I've done something. I'm going to turn away from God. Yeah. And just like your parents, right? You stay out too late. You went to a party. <laughs> Maybe they thought you were at a football game, but you were mm-hmm. really at a party. So the next day you don't look them in the eye yep. over breakfast. Yep. You you know make your breakfast and slip away to your room and you think, oh, because you have this feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think with God, it's so beautiful that we can turn to Him. We can yes. turn to the Father and say, okay, Lord, yesterday this happened. I said some sharp words. I yelled at my kids. I, whatever I, here's what I did. And he welcomes us. His character is that, that he is patient and kind and is not easily angered that he's there to love us
1: back onto the path that he has for us. Yeah. I know later this month, we'll probably be talking more about relationships with each other, but I really do think like that unfortunately, puts that bent, you know, the distorted view of God. Because like you said, as a loving parent, we don't want to yell. We want to discipline our kids in love. But unfortunately, we've experienced a lot of rejection. We've experienced a lot of anger from our horizontal relationships. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why it's so easy to reflect back on God. And I'm in a Bible study about the spiritual disciplines. I think I mentioned that last week. And last night, the teacher was talking about the passage in Matthew's, like, what father would give his son a stone instead of bread. It's like, how much more does the Heavenly Father love you? And I think that's when we come back to how do we view God? If we really understand, and really we understand from Scripture, that's how we learn who God is, of who He is as our Heavenly Father, like, He is going to fill that lack. Like, He's a abundantly, like even if a father who has hurt you, who has been evil in your life, like the whole illustration will still give their child some food, not trick them, you know, with a stone. God is not a God that tricks us, you know? He doesn't trick us into obedience. He doesn't trick us into following Him. He invites us. And so, it was just such a neat picture illustration that like whatever lack you've experienced on this earth, God, as your Heavenly Father, fills that Mm -hmm. to an abundance. And and Denisha, I wanted to share a few months ago in my coaching training, I took the spiritual formation class and it was so, so good. I mean, everybody kept telling me, yeah, you're going to take this class to help others, but you're going to be wrecked. <laughs> and I was like, okay, because some you know we have to be wrecked sometimes ourselves in order to help others walk through it. But since we're talking about today about God, being love, God personifying, you know, God is love. What is love? Love is God. The professor I had, he talked about this beautiful illustration called the Christian Waltz. And I thought, how appropriate. We're talking about love. You think of dancing, you know, and I wanted to share about it because it was just really life giving for me. And I think it's just a perfect illustration. So imagine, I don't know if you're a visual person, if you're listening to this podcast, get out a piece of paper, but you make like a triangle and at the top is the word repent. Kind of over to the left is the word believe, and to the right is obey. And what our professor asked us is like, he said, where are you stepping out of the dance? Mm -hmm. So like, if you're struggling with love, if you're struggling with fear, if you're struggling with coming to God to confess, like, we're stepping out of the waltz with God in some way. So when you look at the word believe, you can ask yourself, what are you not believing about God? Like, what lie are you believing? Like, who is God? Like, we've talked about what truth about God are you not believing? So maybe you're stepping out of the dance there. And then we kind of go up the triangle to repent. You know, we talked about fear and repentance, think of that as confession too. What do you need to confess? Maybe what fear do you need to confess? What struggle do you need to confess? But may not be like something you did to harm somebody else or to hurt somebody else, but confession is a discipline of the soul that we have to be like, okay, God, where am I not aligned with your will? So maybe that's where you're stepping out of the dance when you think of how you view God and how you view love is what fear Of love, maybe what fear of God do I have? Do I view God as a God who's going to punish me? Or do I view God as a welcoming, loving father? And then the other part of the corner of the triangle is obedience. Where am I not obeying God? It could be a whole myriad of things, but where do I need to obey God? And scripture talks a lot about obedience. When we obey, when we follow, like you talked about, stay within those boundaries of protection, the law of love, you know, the things that God has told us to do, then we remain in that love. John 15 talks about that. As you obey me, you remain in that love. That doesn't mean that when you don't obey God, you're not loved, but the idea is that protection, that protection of God's love. So anyway, I wanted to share. That's just such a beautiful visual of like anytime you're struggling with how you're viewing God, how are you viewing love? Ask yourself, where am I stepping out of the dance?
0: Some of my conversations that I've had with women is that those two words, repent and obey, Mm. sound very scary. Mm. And I love the way that you Mm. kind of pulled those apart. Mm -hmm. When it comes to repentance, I've also heard it explain the difference between the Holy Spirit convicting us of Mm. something that we're doing Mm -hmm. in our lives, something that's existing that's outside of God's plan for us Yeah. and conviction versus condemnation. And if it's the Holy Spirit, let's say we lie. Okay. Yeah. The Holy Spirit says, Oh, you're so much better than That, right? Like that yeah. voice say, Oh, you're so much better than that. Come on. Here's what I have for you. Yeah. The Holy spirit calls us up. Yeah. And when the enemy's condemning us mm. for that, he doesn't say, come on, let's come up. Let's come closer to the father's heart. Let's hear yeah. the father's heart on this situation. He says, you lied. You're a liar.
1: You should have known better. You
0: should have known better. Yeah. And that's condemnation because yeah. what does that do? That spirals us down. It yeah. doesn't spiral us closer to God. And so yeah. I think that when we feel that conviction we know the Holy Spirit's kind of leading us that Mm -hmm. something's off here Mm -hmm. Um, hearing how we process that also views how we view God, right. Also determines if we hear a calling up, like you're better than this. Come on. I have more for you than this. Or if we hear a slamming, a self critical voice, a, you are this when those words start to become up friends, that's not God. God wants to pull us closer to him. So we hear repent, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. that can be a scary word, but it's us sitting down with our parents over breakfast and saying, okay, so I have to tell you last night, Mm -hmm. instead of being at that football game where you thought I was safe with my school and everything. I went to this party Yeah. and here's what happened. And then our parents can lovingly correct us and show us what the plans that they had. And I think that's yep. a lot like, that's how I view when I sit down with God It's like, okay, so I think this was your plan, but <laughs> yeah. I kind of did this. And so where do I need to grow and challenge myself in that? So I just want to speak mm. to that a little bit because in church, even sometimes we may not hear the word repent a lot, yeah, but I just love to phrase that. Like you said, it's a wall. It's a dance with our parents. If yep. I give home and I avoid, them over breakfast because I went to that party, I have teenagers, so this is yeah. why I'm talking about this. And then there is a distance that comes in that yeah. relationship. Yeah. And that's not what God wants. He wants us to be able to come and sit at His feet. That's Repentance is a beautiful thing. It means to yeah. turn from, but it means you can go towards God yeah. and turn from
1: that. Yes. I'm reminded, I tell people all the time, this is one of my favorite verses, is in James 5.16. It says, therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so you may be healed. We realize that confession is only going to bring good things. Condemnation no. keeps us in the dark. Yes. It keeps us Amen. in the secret, right? But confession leads us to light. Confession will lead us to healing. Like that's a promise. And that's what I know we strive with Reclaim Story is building that safe community. It's like, we can come broken. We can come, come with your mask on, but we're going to help you remove that and realize that it's, again, that fear, that fear of like, if they only knew, would they still love me? And I think sometimes it's like, we we know in our minds, like God knows everything, right? But there's the lie of the enemy. There's still this fear. It's like, well, God love me less. But yeah, no, God is love. And as we keep saying, He invites us. Everything about God is He welcomes, He invites, He draws. It's not the other way around. So.
0: I want to read that passage in first Corinthians again, Mm. verse four, it says, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. Friends, that's God is not easily angered. Mm-hmm. It keeps no record of wrongs through the cross. Our, our sins are as far as the East is to the West. Mm-hmm. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. Mm-hmm. It always protects. It always trusts, always hopes and always perseveres. Love never fails. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if we take that word, love, knowing God is love and yeah. put God in there, God never fails. His mm-hmm. ways never fail. Things put in place so that we can go back to the Father that we mm-hmm. know how he's going to respond. Mm-hmm. We know what's going mm-hmm. to happen because his word tells us that.
1: Yeah. So, oh, that's so good. That is really good, my friend. <laughs> that is like just that we know how he's going to respond. That's so good. And like I said, if you're struggling, like we've just been talking about, you know, we've shared more scripture, this podcast, but where do we go for yeah. the words of life? Where do we go for the truth that will set us free? It's in, it's in, it's his, in his word. World. Yeah. And it's alive and active. He's always with us. So that's so good. I think you asked a really good question too,
0: when you were talking about the waltz, like where mm-hmm. have we stepped out? And so I would love to challenge you guys as you're listening to what are you not believing about God right now? Mm. What are the places in your life where there's something that you believed about God that maybe isn't true?
1: Yeah. And what would be different if you believe that? What do I need to surrender? You know, that's even a part of repentance is what am I holding on to? that i need to surrender is it shame is it guilt is it fear i think of that a lot i use that word a lot when it comes to repentance is what do i need to surrender because that's what really we're doing yeah we're saying okay i've been holding on to this and i need to give this up and move back toward God. That would be an interesting next step prayer would be, God, what
0: do you have to say about things in my life right now? What do you have to say about my marriage? Mm. God, what do you have to say about my kids? Lord, help me to see them through your eyes, those eyes of love, those eyes of relationship. Mm -hmm. You mentioned what would people think Mm -hmm. if they only knew, right? Mm -hmm. And I wonder, instead of us striving for praise and approval and acceptance from people, if by shifting that view, knowing that God is love, if we can feel totally accepted in God's love and justified by his grace, receive Mm -hmm. that grace, like we talked about last time, Mm -hmm. what would that change in our life? So friends, what would be different if you're in your life, if you fully believed that God is who he says he is? Boy, that's a great way to end today's episode.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot to think about there. We've given them a lot to journal and reflect on. So. Yes, you've given me a
0: lot to journal and think about. I love it. Well, guys, this week, we're going to be putting a little bit more on our social too. Mm-hmm. So Valerie will write out that, give you a little picture of that Christian waltz mm-hmm. and some of the things to help us to know what are some ways we can know if we're stepping out of that dance. Mm-hmm. So we'll put that on Facebook and Instagram this week. And so if you haven't been following us on there and Reclaim Stories, check it out. We post pretty much daily with some encouragement, some things to just help you in your walk and to live the reclaimed life. So follow us on Facebook and Instagram. You can also go to our website and there's some great blogs this month also about these topics. We know that Jesus reclaimed our story at the cross, but we also know that it can be a struggle to actually live out the reclaimed life and to live fully in what Jesus has done for us. So I love what you said. How do we live loved? Mm -hmm. So friends, we leave you with that today and we'll see you same time, same place next week.